HuntStand is the most popular and functional mobile hunting app on the market. With a variety of base maps to choose from, satellite imagery that is updated every month, the ability to check the weather, no property information, and even catalog your trail cam picks, HuntStand even gives you the ability to import pins and location markers from other mobile apps. Visit HuntStand.com or download wherever you download your apps. Enter discount code SN20 at checkout for 20% off. Hey guys and gals, welcome to the Oklahoma Outdoor Podcast, where you will be educated, entertained, and equipped to get more out of your outdoor experience. So hold on tight, because here we go. What's up, party people? Welcome back to the Oklahoma Outdoors podcast. I am your host, John Hudspeth, and welcome back to the show. We have a completely full episode this week. Things have been pretty crazy around here, but this week things are kind of finally slowing down, and so I kind of get to take the uh, excuse me, take some time to really sit down and concentrate on the podcast, which I've been needing to do for a while, and so very excited about this episode. Like I said, we got a nice big long episode this week. And lots to get to, so I'm just going to dive in. Uh, like I said, we've been, my wife and I have been really, really busy the last couple weeks. Uh, poor her. She has been way too busy uh, for how pregnant she is. Um, you know, she's over seven months pregnant. I think we're like six weeks away, something like that, from her due date. And uh, she works at a church and youth ministry. And like weekend before last, they had an event. She got home on Sunday. Uh, she left Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday for a conference got home on Thursday, left Friday to go out to her friend's wedding in West Texas that we'll talk a little bit more about later. Um, Drove home late Saturday night. Sunday, she had Senior Sunday. Uh, So that was hectic. And then uh, I'm I'm doing this intro on Wednesday, and I just got off the phone with her. Uh, We got all this weather coming in tonight, potential tornadoes, and so now they're trying to figure out whether they're going to cancel it or not. Uh, so that has been very crazy for her. Me, I've just been trying to be supportive. I've been pretty busy at work, um, doing lots of podcast things. Um, and, and yeah, so it's just, it's been kind of hectic for both of us the last couple weeks. Uh, so I'm, I'm glad we've slowed down just a little bit. Uh, I hope we don't get blown away in this storm. Uh, if there are some tornadoes coming, I'm praying for all you guys, uh, pray for me and my wife. Uh, yeah, I hope it doesn't get too bad, but, uh, Man, I had a whirlwind of a weekend this last weekend, and I'm trying to decide how much I want to talk about it now. Uh, I'm definitely going to make an episode out of it. Um, when that episode is going to drop, I don't even know. Uh, for those of you who don't know or follow me on uh, social media, I got a turkey over the weekend. Um, it's going to be a great story. I, it, it really made me feel like I knew what I was doing. Uh, but anyway, like I said, I don't want to give too much of it away now. But uh, I can't decide if I just want to kind of throw it into the rotation and release the story in a week or two. Or I've also thought about saving that episode since it's just an episode I'm going to do by myself and uh, releasing that uh, the week that our baby is born, so that kind of gives me a week off. And so, yeah, this is just a little teaser. Like I said, I personally, myself, don't even know what I'm going to do with that. Um, if you guys have any input on that, do y'all want to hear it now, or should we wait? Hit me up on social media and let me know what you guys think. But uh, it was awesome. Uh, lots of driving. Uh, kind of long story short, uh, I worked on Friday, came home, took care of the dog, drove out to my buddy's lease in West Texas, uh, spent the night there, hunted the next morning, 
and then left straight from there to the wedding, which was even further in West Texas. Uh, my buddy's lease was not near as on the way as I thought it was going to be, uh, but it all worked out. And then after the wedding was over, uh, my wife and I drove back that night because, like I said, she had senior Sunday the next day. So it was a very, very intense weekend, but a whole lot of fun, and I cannot wait to tell you guys about it. So look forward to that. Um, what else we got here? Uh, oh, this coming weekend. Uh, so uh, this weekend I'd kind of set away to do some turkey hunting this coming weekend because it was the first kind of full weekend I had um, on my calendar. But because I was able to squeeze a turkey hunt in last weekend and got a turkey, um, even though I technically have more tags, I, I think I'm going to be done turkey hunting. And I'm finally going to go set up my new Banks blinds that have been sitting on our property for over two months now uh, waiting to be put up. For those of you who haven't followed along with the podcast, I, uh, after a long, long vetting process, uh, I ended up ordering some Banks blinds back in January. I believe they came in like end of February and they've just been sitting there. Um, I had an opportunity like in March to set them up, but because we were doing all the burning and stuff, uh, I decided better safe than sorry. I didn't want to burn my new blinds up. So we did all the burning and stuff and long story short, I have not set any of them up. So I have four brand new blinds ready to be put up. And uh, I think I'm going to make that my goal this weekend. And so it's also Mother's Day. Um, and so my wife doesn't know this yet. She's not here and this episode won't come out till after Mother's Day. But, you know, I want to do something special for her, even though our child isn't here yet. Um, she's still pregnant. So, uh, yeah, I don't want to miss out on Mother's Day for her. And then obviously we're going to hang out uh, with my mom also. So much more randomness. Gonna be, I'm sure I'll have some stories to tell. Uh, I think I got a buddy that's going to be able to come out and help me put those up. Hopefully my brother can help also. Um, so yeah, we got, uh, that stuff coming up. Um, I still have my two Euro mounts, uh, that I have not been able to pick up. Uh, just I haven't been able to get a hold of the guy or we haven't been able to meet up, you know, at the same place. Our schedules haven't, uh, haven't aligned. So still got to pick up my two Euro mounts. Um, I got a text from, uh, my taxidermist, primetime taxidermy, Amy, uh, that was on, I don't know, a couple months ago. Um, she was asking me some more details about the mount, and so I have a feeling that's going to be coming up pretty quick. So yeah, it's going to be fun getting all my deer back from this previous year, all three of them. And, uh, let's see, what else is on the list? Uh, I think that's it for my random odd announcements. Uh, this week on the, on the Oklahoma Outdoor Podcast, we got a great episode for you guys. We have, uh, the guys from the Bow Hunting League coming on, which is Ben Harrison and Dan Porter. For those of you who that name rings a bell, like I said, they run the bow hunting league. If you are a bow hunter in Oklahoma, there's a good chance you've heard of these guys, especially if you listen to this podcast. Um, I was in the bow hunting league last year. Several of my guests uh, that I've had on have been in the bow hunting league. Uh, ben actually came on last year. Uh, man, that would have been like last April, something like that. Ben came on. No, it was later than that because I remember it was right before the the signups closed. It was last summer. Anyway, Ben came on and kind of gave us a little introduction of what the Bow Hunting League is, how you get signed up, all that good stuff. Uh, and basically, they had such a huge, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, signed up a lot of teams from Oklahoma. I think they said it was their third highest state in signups, uh, which is really good considering the you know population of Oklahoma compared to some of the eastern states. Um, so awesome showing from Oklahoma. They contacted me a few weeks ago and said, hey, we want to come back on because... 
Oklahoma is awesome. You got a lot of hunters there, and we want to reach out to those people. So, so they come back on. This time we got both of them, uh, Ben and Dan, are coming on. And uh, yeah, we had a great talk. We 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 don't talk quite as much about like what it is because you know if you guys want to hear about that, uh, go back to the previous episode. They do kind of lay out what it is. But man, we talk about a lot of cool stuff. Um, you know what it takes to be in the league. Uh, you know how you can still be competitive even if you don't have a lot of huge deer. Um, the prizes you can win. Uh, what it takes to win, you know, if that if you're really going after it, um, they talk about the king of the tines. Uh, I talk about my goal of making it to the king of the tines one of these days. Um, so yeah, just just a great conversation, really good conversation, pretty entertaining. Also, uh, we kind of get into some just like general deer things. You know, they talk about like states that might surprise people, uh, kind of what they've learned from gather. You know, they get a huge amount of data from hunters all over the country as far as you know deer numbers deer size hunter numbers um so it's just a really cool little sample size uh, or not little i should say a huge sample size from across the country so i think it's a really good episode and i think you guys are going to enjoy it and so we're going to jump into that in just a second uh now that we have some some partners with the show i do have to do some commercials uh, or get to do some commercials i should say so we're going to do that and then we're going to jump into the episode with the bow hunting league right after this Just last week, I was talking to a buddy of mine, and he had just ordered a couple new cell cams, and he asked me, how do I organize all my trail cam photos? And I told him, you need to look into DeerLab. DeerLab is a web-based software where you upload all your trail cam photos, and it automatically organizes them for you. Not only does it organize them for you, but it has facial recognition software to where it can identify individual bucks. You can tag bucks yourself if, if it's having problems with it. Uh, You can sort by does, bucks, hogs, all different kinds of tags, and it's just a great way to keep things organized. But not only does it organize your photos, you can actually create profiles for individual animals, and it will help you track them across your property. Not just where they're at, but what time they like to show up, what weather conditions they like to show up during, what winds they move the most on. Uh, it It can create a hotspot on your property for where that animal likes to hang out the most. So if you are wondering, what should I do with all these trail cam photos? Deer Lab is the answer. You can check them out at DeerLab.com. You will not regret it. So last week, I told you guys a quick little story about me going out to a local farm pond, fishing for about an hour, and caught a lot of fish, you know, caught 10 or 11 fish in about an hour, but... Part of the reason I only fished for an hour was because there just wasn't any more water to fish. You know, it was about an acre and a half, and I was really just kind of standing in the same spot, casting over and over again. But if you're dreaming of having a huge private water lake all to yourself that you can fish from dawn till dusk, check out Private Water Fishing. Private Water Fishing is a membership-based organization that has access to over 100 private lakes in Texas and Oklahoma, most of which are 10-acre-plus lakes. You reserve it online, you get it for the entire day all to yourself, or bring a buddy along if you like. So if you want an all-day fishing adventure on private water, head over to privatewaterfishing.com and sign up today. Hey everybody, welcome to the show today, and today I got both uh, Ben Harrison and Dan Porter on today. How you guys doing? Pretty good, man. Thanks for having me. 
Yeah, I'm doing good, doing good. But we got a three-way call. I think this actually might be the first three-way call I've done uh, on this show. So we're going to have fun with that. But uh, all right, so I'm going to pick one of you guys just to keep some of the chatter down. All right, Ben, why don't you go first? You've been on before, but real quick, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm 38 years old, live in Indiana, bow hunt, five or six states a year, uh, mostly for deer. Uh just had a son back in January and we're on the bow hunting league. Awesome. Awesome. All right, Dan, your turn. So I'm Daniel Porter, kind of like Ben. I usually hunt five to seven different states every year, but I am a, an avid whitetail, mule deer, antelope, and elk hunter. Uh, so far this year, I drew antelope and uh, mule deer in New Mexico, so I'm already starting off on a great season. Nice. Um, I haven't been hunting as long as Ben, but I've got just as much of a passion as him, and that's why I'm his his right hand man, and I'm the yin to his yang when it comes <laughs> to the bow hunting league. Awesome, sweet. We'll uh, call Dan. We'll call we'll call Dan. We call I call him DA. We'll call him the vice president. <laughs> i'll take that i'll <laughs> yeah. take that awesome all right all right well i got a lot of questions and i know y'all are pretty excited about this i want to talk about oklahoma and the bow hunting league and everything but just in case people are listening to this maybe they didn't catch our last episode last year i think we actually i think i released that episode like one week before uh signups closed last week so i'm glad we got y'all a little earlier this year but uh just kind of in a nutshell uh why don't y'all tell us what the bow hunting league is First and foremost, uh, the bow hunting league is a 100% free bow hunting competition. Okay. We have, let's see, we have, I think we have four. Yeah. We have four different competitions you can compete in. We have the deer contest was just hands down our largest. It happens in the fall. Obviously we have the Turkey contest, which is a team contest also. And it happens in the spring. The one-shot contest, which is it's in the yard, uh, kind of like a IBO shoot, Facebook Live deal. And we have the elk contest, and it's a team elk contest, which happens in September. 100% free. Mm-hmm. Yep, to take, to take this a little bit further. So, yeah, I'm glad you segued that. This is a free contest that anyone can sign up for. And we have a lot of prizes. And when I say a lot, last year we gave a little over $50,000 worth of prizes away. Again, for a free competition that you can do online. So um, sometimes when people start listening to something about a contest or competition, usually there's this sneaky sales pitch or you know these fees or something that you have to pay. Not here. This is 100%. We say it's a contest platform, but really it's just this group of awesome people that come show up and have fun and talk about bow hunting. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, y'all had one awesome member last year. That would have been myself. Uh, my team and I <laughs> didn't do so well. Uh, I, I had an entry. My, t- my teammates kind of let me down. Um, and then, you know, as usual, I ended up shooting not as big a buck as normal once I signed up for this competition, but it is what it is. Um, I really enjoyed I love the camaraderie, um, you know, uh, before we got in there, y'all were kind of laughing at the the Facebook group, which is an awesome group. Um, tons of information on there. Lots of friendly competition and stuff that goes on. So that was a fun part of it. 
Um, and I know y'all are probably dying to get into the deer hunting stuff, but real quick, I want to take one quick pause. Cause right now we're in the middle of the, the Turkey competition. Um, so why don't we kind of start with that? Tell us about, uh, how the Turkey teams work and all that good stuff. So we changed it up a little bit this year, and this will probably be our format moving forward. Uh, we have 17 teams that have signed up. Okay. Each team has a captain. Each team has 21 members on it. Okay. So these guys had to build teams of 21, which is kind of hard to do sometimes, especially when you're talking about bow hunting turkeys. Um, <clears throat> very, very active. And what's, what's great about the turkey contest, the turkey contest is our best um, event for networking because turkey hunting, much more relaxed. Uh, guys aren't. I mean, there's, there's guys that are very serious about it. However, it, it doesn't have uh, that necessarily that serious feel like, hey, I'm not going to take somebody hunting. A lot of a lot of it's group stuff. You know, you know, you can take two or three guys with you to go watch you kill a turkey, you know, and uh, lots of guys trading hunts. I know each team, four or five, six guys, ten <laughs> sometimes will end up trading a hunt. You know, they'll end up hunting a different state. And, uh, and that's what the Turkey league's all about. I mean, it's just, it's just, a, a, you know, best bird per guy counts for the team score. Uh, we also have an individual caveat to the, to the Turkey contest. It's called King of the Spurs. Uh, we, we take the spur longest spur measurement per bird that they enter and, uh, it's a cumulative deal. Uh, we have a couple guys uh, that are really head to, head to head right now. One's got five birds down. The other one's got four. Uh, Justin Miller has got five down. And uh, Kyle Hawk, he's a new guy to the contest. He's killing Merriam's left and right all all over the place, South Dakota, all through there. Um, but like I said, uh, turkey contest, a lot of fun, a lot of networking, uh, some prizes there. Uh, but the, the biggest thing is, uh, you get on these big teams and get a lot of friends out of it, you know, that made a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds awesome. Uh, what about the grand prize? If you win, if your team wins, what do you get this year? So, uh, go wild has sponsored some, uh, some custom hoodies. They're going to get championship hoodies made. Uh, the guys will also get a, a medallion, a championship medallion, uh, bow hunting league. 2022 team championship um the turkey stuff we keep it kind of low-key as far as prizes go like i said because most the, the biggest prize is the networking and you know it's not as serious as as you know it's a lot of activity a lot of posts a lot of kills um lots of lots of uh, shit talking <laughs> but uh but like like i said it's uh it's one of those things that we kind of try to keep it a little bit more low-key and don't want ha guys you know, getting too bent out of shape about, mm -hmm. about not winning a bow or something. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and now you nailed it. So like the, the Turkey contest is all about the bragging rights. I mean, it, at the end of the day, people are going to be more excited about those custom sweatshirts and, and the medallions oh, yeah. than they are the prizes. We, we do try to keep the, the main prize packages. And when I said $50,000 earlier for, you know, for stuff to give away, it's mainly around the deer contest. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's where we need to go next then. Uh, that's something, you know, I, I ended up not getting on a turkey team. Uh, I just don't get to turkey hunt that much, not as much as I like. Um, but I was all in on the on the deer hunting this year. And so 
uh, man, I don't, I don't know where y'all want to start. Uh, let's just start with kind of how it works. So um, talk about, you know, how somebody gets their team together, what they need to do to register and just kind of what they need to do to get into the bow hunting league. Okay. So the first thing that I would advocate for is, is just go to our Facebook page. All right. Join up. And that's where you're going to start seeing special dates. So I'm going to just hypothetically throw out that June 1st this year, we start that's our really signups. Is. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so uh, June 1st, <laughs> that's what happens when you're vice president. You can just make things happen. Uh, so, uh, so, so you're going to want to sign up and it's a three man team concept. So here's the cool thing. You can grab three of your buddies, three family members, or we actually run a lot of threads where people will come in and they'll be like, I need a team member. You can post a little about yourself. You know, I plan on hunting these stakes, maybe post up some of your kill picks. And now you're creating a team from people all over the United States, which is kind of cool. I personally have teammates in Kentucky and in Missouri. So once you have your team formed, you're going to go to our site and you're going to just enter your team name, your players' names, their emails, and you're entered. So season usually kicks off September 1st and ends sometime mm, like third week of February. Now, here's the cool thing. Sometimes when people hear deer contests, they go, I don't know why I would sign up for this. I'll never win that. Here's the thing. It's all about just having fun. When you come in and you post the deer that you killed with your bow on this page, you're going to get so much love and praise. This isn't one of those groups where people bash you or give you any type of criticism like he could have gone another year. Whether it's your first deer, your hundredth deer, your smallest deer, your biggest deer, everyone is pumped for you. We basically always just tell everyone, sign up, hunt your normal year, and because of you hunting your normal year, you can win some prizes. So let's say Ben just has this banner year next year and shoots a 200-inch buck. Well, now he put his team in a strategic advantage where maybe they can win top prize. Mm -hmm. He could win top buck for Indiana, which, oh, wait, not only are there top prizes for the top 10 team finishers, but we also have individual state buck prizes. We're at the point where we have, it's over 30 different states where we're giving away shoulder mounts to the top buck. Oklahoma specifically is already locked in by Robert Teal. Anyone who shoots the top buck in Oklahoma can bring it to Robert Teal's taxidermy and he will mount it for you. Like how cool is that? You know, just for yeah. hunting. Um, the score is going to be based off of your gross score. We don't do nets because we're not fishing. I was about to say nets are for fish. Yep. Yep. And, and so it's going to be each member's top scoring buck. You can shoot 50 bucks legally, hopefully. <laughs> um, you could shoot one. It doesn't matter, but we're going to take your top scoring buck. And then the combination of the three players, that's your overall score. Gotcha. Oh, well said. <laughs> I was about to say, it looks like you're going to add something. Uh, anything to yeah, add? Yeah, I mean, people? like let's let's talk about Oklahoma since a lot of your guys are Oklahoma. So, like, uh, yeah. So, so Teal's got the uh, 
got the taxidermy sponsor. He does great work. Um, <clears throat> we uh, worked with Oklahoma Bowhunter last year quite a bit. Craig helped us out a bunch, uh, reaching a lot of individuals from Oklahoma. Oklahoma was like our third, our top three states, one of our top three states. I mean, it, you know, they went from barely even on the radar the year before and uh, to one of our top three states. Um, what I, what the main thing I want guys to understand is no matter where you're at or where you're going to hunt, you can compete in this. We don't, we don't hamstring anybody or, or, you know, you know, restrict them in any way on how they want to hunt. You know, you can decide that you want to <clears throat> go hit two, three States, maybe go hit an outfitter, whatever you want to do. I mean, it's your decision as long as the, the deer are fair chase and, um, and you're not breaking any, any wild game violations and, you know, not getting arrested and stuff like that. I mean, we're all for it. And, you know, you know, you think you would think that a, a contest that had almost 800 teams in it last year, because we we grew, we we had 791 teams sign up last year, 2,373 guys. All right, you'd think that the winning team would have like a booner average or something, right? The last we've actually the entire time we've had this contest, we've only had one year where the winning team had a a, a gross average over 160 only one year okay this is year eight so yes i think it'll happen this year but at the same time i always say that and mm -hmm. you don't know it's really hard for three guys to kill to kill big deer mm -hmm. it's really hard for three guys just to kill a buck a lot of times and you don't know when it's going to be your year might as well sign up you never you know you have no idea what you're going to win mm -hmm. um you basically can sign up and forget about it until you smash a giant and they say, Oh yeah, I signed up for that thing and just be thankful you did it. Mm -hmm. Um, <clears throat> we are growing all over the nation and stuff. But then what that does for our guys is like, I was saying that networking thing, you'd be surprised if, if, you know, if you're a, an Oklahoma guy, you got the family farm and stuff and you know, you, you know, you take care of it, got your food plots, feeders, all that stuff out, got your deer catalog. But, you know, sometimes you want to see different trees. And that's one, that's the biggest thing that me and DA talk about is like, I just like seeing different trees and I like traveling. I like the experience, you know, I like the, uh, the mystery, you know, it's nice going to and sitting in a set and seeing completely different deer than you saw the day before. And, uh, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it's more than just a deer contest, but at the same time. It can be just a deer contest for you if that's what you want. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you know, you you just mentioned almost eight hundred teams, and just so that doesn't scare people away. So, like like I said last year, I was the only member of my team to submit a buck, and I think I got in the top two hundred. You know, just with just with my yeah. small buck, and so you know, again, like you're saying, you know, maybe you're going to shoot a giant, maybe you're not, but you know, if if two of your three members shoot a decent buck, you know, you're probably going to be, you know, maybe in the top hundred or so. And, uh, so yeah, like, mm -hmm. I, I guess I'm trying to encourage more people to sign up and don't be scared of the numbers. Um, yeah, because, yeah it, it's a big contest, but it's, it's lots of fun. And like you said, I just, you know, all the friendly bantering and stuff that goes on and, uh, and talk about, uh, uh, some more prize. Like, you know, you don't just have the top buck in each state and stuff like that. Uh, there's a whole lot more prizes than that. Uh-huh. Yeah, we've got um, 
you know, your top 10 teams, they all win a nice prize. Uh, we, you know, everything from gear from out on a limb. I know they're, a, uh, an Oklahoma co- company. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got, uh, backwoods mobile gear. I mean, there's a bunch, we got a bunch of companies, so I don't want to leave anybody out, but we've got <laughs> everything from Zinger Fletches to, uh, you know, sites from HHA. Um, they're one of our sponsors, lots of really good companies, you know, with real good people. And, um, and yeah, I mean, if you, you know, if you are a guy that goes out and runs around, hunts a bunch of States and, you know, your t- top five bucks, uh, puts you in the running for the, uh, King of the Tines, uh, King of Tines competition. We always have a big prize package for it. Uh, so like I said, there's, there's ways, lots of different ways to win stuff. If that's your thing, you know, I know everybody likes free stuff, but, uh, but the real prize, like I said, is in the network. And, uh, and as we grow, that network grows and it gives you an opportunity to really expand out. And and Ben's trying not to give away any secrets Uh, behind closed doors. (laughs) There has been a lot of um, rallying and the the prize packages this year are going to be phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Um, you, You know, the goal is to always refine the contest and make it as fun as we can, but escalate the prize packages. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if I don't want to, it's going very well. There's a lot of awesome prizes for the, so we're at the top 10 so far we're, we've got a lot of the individual States covered, but the way things are trending, I mean, there's no reason that, you know, I'll make up a number the top 25 can't have prizes it's going to be a good season. Um, mm-hmm. But to go along with past stuff like coolers, um, bunch of arrows, I mean, I mean you name it. We, we're just giving away so much because, uh, you know, the other part of the contest is to try to not only network between bow hunters, but to give companies a platform to share their product. Um, there's a lot of competition out there. Marketing is not cheap. But, you know, I think last year alone, the league promoted 70 different small mm-hmm. businesses. Um, it, it, some were on a smaller scale, some were on a larger scale. It was based off of how they were able to get, you know, work with us. But it, it, at the end of the day, it was just another opportunity where over here, you're given the small business an opportunity to have some marketing. Over here, you've got just this average Joe Hunter who might have a chance of winning something that way. So it's just the end goal of this is to create an environment and a platform for everyone to just come and have a ball. And we're not trying to sell you anything, which is what I'm most excited about. Cause usually there's always a catch, but there's no catch. Mm-hmm. Yep. All you need is three email dr- email addresses. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, pretty much uh, it. And what's neat now is everything's done through our website. So if a guy, you know, if guy, you know, one guy's got Instagram, one's got Facebook, one guy doesn't have anything. It's the 60 year old dad or whatever. Right. Like my dad, if my dad was on my team, they don't have to, you don't have to be super connected. You know, some guys really take advantage of the social media stuff. Some guys don't. And, uh, everything's through our website. Now our, all of our submissions are through the website. Super easy. User friendly. Uh, easy to follow um so that's what i'm saying it's just we've made it really easy for guys 
Uh, one thing y'all mentioned just a second ago that we haven't really dived dove into this time, uh, King of the Tines. Why don't y'all talk about that real quick, how that works? Yep. So uh, we had mentioned that the, the, the core of the deer contest is the three-man competition. Okay. So the King of Tines is an individual portion of the main competition. We'll just call it like a subsection. So this is for the people who travel a lot and, and kill bucks. So for the king of time, the, it's the top five bucks of your season, gross score added up combination. You have unlimited upgrades, again, as long as they're legal. I have to keep saying that. Um, and then whoever is in the top spot at the end of the year wins king of times. Let's take this down even another sub layer and subsection of this. At the end of the year, we have what's called the showdown. And what we do is the top 10 people in the King of the Times are invited to a location. Usually we'll pick some public land somewhere. And those members are invited to this little three or four day competition where whoever shoots the biggest buck is the showdown winner. And we usually have prizes for that and everything too. And to be honest with you, that is just a weekend full of fun. <laughs> it's a bunch of killers hanging out. It's a bunch of storytelling, beer drinking. Half the time, I don't even think people are hunting because they're just having so much fun hanging out with these other people. But like, that's where you're seeing a lot of networking. You're learning from just true killers. You know, these are people, there was, this last one we had, I think everyone down there had a minimum of three deer this season. Uh, there was four people who had over five bucks in the season. And, you know, we're not talking little bucks either. They, they held a very tall average. So it's just awesome. Awesome. That's been my goal. That's been my goal is to make it to the king <laughs> of the times. So, uh, Where are you, well, so you Where are you going to hunt at? Uh, usually Oklahoma and Texas. And so, um, yeah, I've been pretty successful in Oklahoma the last year. Texas is kind of my ringer state. Uh, I hunt on a buddy's lease. Um, the kind of the kicker there is he really has it just set up for rifle hunting. And so bow hunting out there can be tough. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, I have way more hunts playing than I have vacation to do them. I talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I currently have a point in Kansas. I think I have four points in Iowa. Like I'm, I'm getting ready for some monster season, but like a, an elk hunt popped up this year. So I'm going elk hunting, which means I have to push Iowa another year. And so I'm, I'm going to make it eventually. Um, but, uh, or, I mean, I'm still going to make it this year. I just, you know, got to really yeah, wait for, yeah. my, for my big monster season. Um, but yeah, yeah. Someday, <laughs> someday I'm just going to take off about two months and go hunt all these States and, and really commit to it. But, uh, but, but that's yeah, where I think, that's, I think we're making our uh, showdown a little more centralized this year too. So it's going to be oh, a lot yeah. easier for a lot of the guys in the middle of the country. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, so you're on to something. So like, this is a, this is another perfect platform to learn mm -hmm. how people do it. So like, I only get so much time off every year, mm -hmm. but I love hitting a bunch of different States. So I get super strategic and this is where you're meeting people to link up and, and maybe road trip around that way. Like you're cutting down costs and stuff like that. Cause what I'm hearing is you guys are October 5th, uh, 1st to January 15th. Mm -hmm. You get a buck down early. You can now blitz the Kansas, try to get mm -hmm. your buck down there. Okay. We'll now bounce over to Missouri. 
you got two bucks over the counter. Uh, oh, by the way, draw the McAllister hunt. Go shoot you a 180. I mean, you're in. Like, I got it all figured <laughs> yeah. up for you. Yeah. Uh-huh. I uh, I applied for the McAllister hunt uh, this week, actually. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, hold on. I've got to check my list here. I had another question that popped up. Uh, oh, I was going to ask you guys, you know, y'all get kind of an advantage of sitting back and, and looking at all these deer coming in and stuff. Is there something y'all have learned, like just kind of about deer hunting in this great country that surprised, like, do y'all, like, is there one state that y'all never expected to be so well represented as far as size of bucks and stuff like that? So, well, Kansas was keen keen for us last year. Mm -hmm. Kansas absolutely. I mean, it was, I mean, it was drastically different. Um, uh, I mean, more more or less the same, you know, the, um, I mean, more of the same stuff. Most guys already know, Mm -hmm. um, you know, the Midwest dominates pretty much with everything. Um, what's our, our is our meeting ending? Uh, I, 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 just, I, I just fixed it. We should be good now. Okay. okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but no, mo- more or less, uh, the Midwest stuff is, you know, Midwest is, is king when it comes to big deer. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing, the one thing we're seeing though, is it kind of opens your eyes to a lot of the, uh, states that, that have unique seasons mm-hmm. and you know, it's, it's, it's somewhat educational for guys that are, that are not, don't have a lot of exposure to, you know, Tennessee or South Carolina or something. And then, you know, guys are submitting velvet deer from Tennessee and South mm-hmm. Carolina and like, well, I didn't know that, you know, that was a thing. And then, uh, so it's, you know, it just kind of opened your eyes on that stuff. But, uh, for the most part, it's a lot, a lot of what is kind of general knowledge out there. Mm-hmm. So, so I disagree because I am the opposite <laughs> of Ben, but no, I've heard, I, I have two interesting key points. So one, we had 550 deer entered last year. Okay. So you got to imagine this is based off the United States. We held 133 inch average. <laughs> That's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I, I only have so many deer over 133 inches. Mm-hmm. And you got to figure we have people from Florida, Massachusetts, you know, states that predominantly don't have bucks over 100 inches being entered. So that means that there are some absolute studs out there being crushed, um, which is just cool. I just think that's so neat that we held such a high average um, for that many bucks entered. But here's what I wanted to touch on. The people who are out there absolutely killing big deer consistently and who are just powerhouses, they are not the people who are glorifying themselves on social media. They are not the influencers. They are the dudes or dudettes who are working their ass off all year and then hunt harder than anyone than you know. And just, they're just killers. And I think that's cool because the reason that I, I love the league so much is it gives that platform for the people who Daniel Porter thinks deserves it more than some of these people getting paid to go pump whatever, because I was very fortunate. I started hunting in 2014. Okay. Back in those days, there were still forums were a heavier, uh, heavier area to meet people. Okay. 
people still took the time to, to help you out and mentor you. This day and age, there's Facebook groups and there's social media. And what people are being taught or, or what's being forced at them, I just don't think it's as helpful. You know, you, you start hunting tomorrow and I'll just say Sika because I have Sika. You think you have to go buy a bunch of Sika or you're not going to be successful. That's not true. I killed my first buck in jeans and the t-shirt, you know, um, you're, you're taught that you need all of this gear. You're never going to be successful. No, that's not true. I want you to come over to this other group where you can see these are the dudes who are killing every single year. You'll never hear about them. Maybe you pick their ear. You might find someone in your county or in your state. And that's who I'm reaching out to. Like, hey, man, do you mind if I buy you a beer and just come pick your, your brain? You know, tell me what, what you've learned over the years. That's where you're going to grow. That's where you're going to find a mentor. So all that being said, that's something that I've seen is that the people who are just consistently killing are not the people who are, are looking for the, the accolades. Hey, Ben, is, is Perry from, um, where's Perry from? Patrick Perry? Yep. He's in Tennessee. Okay, never mind. Okay, well, so let's talk about, <laughs> let's. Well, so Scott, Scott in Oklahoma. <laughs> no, yeah, we forget. Uh, I was going to say Hammond and his buddies crushed it in Oklahoma. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely yep. stomper bucks. Yep. There's yep. those people live in your state. You know, you you could reach out to these people. Oh, we had, and again, two, we had two teams. We had two Oklahoma teams in the top ten. Yep. And that's had, what I'm saying. Like, I think I've had four of those six guys on this podcast. <laughs> And there, there are a wealth of knowledge. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Like, those are the people that you want to be talking to and listening to because they're the ones who are going to tell like it isn't. That's, you know, when you're trying to get better, you try to emulate the people who are successful or what you're trying to get up to. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, I, lo- I love that. That was a great uh, little speech there. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the reason I started this podcast. Uh, I got tested in uh, college for learning disabilities because I was, you know, thought I was dumb. But, uh, Really, I uh, I was terrible at reading comprehension. Like that's why I did so. You bad. know, hey, go figure it out. You know, DNR's got a website, or you know, just the, you know, you know those replies like, oh, you, you know, that'll never work, or you know, just stuff like that, or you know, um, if you know, we do have uh, quite a fit, uh, quite a few uh, kids that are that are involved in the deer contest and in our one shot competition, and um, they, you know. You know they're being taught by by their dads and stuff, but they don't they don't necessarily know everything. And you know they come in and they kill deer, and you can see that a lot of the things that they do are are beginner level. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And so it's a we have a lot of guys that come in with only one or two years of experience hunting and stuff, and you know they'll ask general questions or what. A lot of times, what happens? It happens in sidebars. You know, like you get these relationships, you know, you get somebody that's around, you can see that they're credible because they're killing a lot of deer. Um, they're respectful. They don't beat people up and they're supportive. So, you know, you're able to actually reach out to them. Like, like DA said, you know, it's not a, it's not a, just a general question for the group and who, who knows who's answering, you know what I'm saying? A lot of times, you know, when, when people ask questions like that, uh, the people that answer are either trolling or they um, 
don't know their asshole from their elbow and, and, you know, that you don't want to get, you don't want that information, you know? Uh, so it's, you know, we, we do have a lot of credible voices in the group. Yeah. And I think I started to say this and I got cut off, but that's part of the reason I started this podcast. Cause, uh, when I was in college, I was just, I was getting all these terrible grades and I couldn't figure out why. And I got tested for learning disabilities and I didn't have dyslexia or anything like that, but I learned that my, my reading comprehension was in the bottom, like 10%. And so when somebody, you know, I would be studying with a buddy, we'd study the same things and we'd test on it and I would always get like a whole letter grade lower. Um, and when podcasts starting to get popular, you know, four or five years ago, whatever it was, uh, you started getting some hunting ones and I learned, you know, I learned more in a year of listening to hunting podcasts than I had in my entire life reading stuff on forums and magazines. And so that's, that that was kind of my inspiration behind starting this thing. So, Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that's awesome. I love that. mm Mm-hmm. Uh, we've covered the deer pretty good. I'm not even sure where we're at on time, but I want to make sure we get to the other stuff. So, uh, why don't y'all cover the one shot real quick? So, so Ben started it by saying, you know, it was a a Facebook live IBO. It just imagine a online 3d tournament, Mm -hmm. but instead of everyone walking around a course, you're doing it on Facebook live. So each week, the standard is going to be thrown out to everyone. So let's say week one is going to be 27 yards for men. So you're going to go out, you're going to take a video on Facebook Live, and you're going to show here's a clean face target. You know, nothing's, you know, we're not cheating. I'm showing everything. Here I am. Now you walk back to the 27 yards, camera's facing you, draw back shoot you're going to walk back down with a tape measure and you're going to see how hopefully you hit the circle uh or you're going to see how far outside your circle is measure it and that's your score for the week if you get an x or you hit in the circle because we do an inch dot you repeat the shot until you miss this is something that you don't even have to be in hunter to enjoy this one Mm -hmm. we have people who will just do the one shot only because we have some serious shooters and it is a lot of fun because not only is it anyone can do this, but I don't know about you. Uh, I can go out right now and I'll, I'll start drilling my target, crushing it. The second that you put on Facebook live, you're going to start shooting over your target. You're mm-hmm. going to start missing by four or five inches. Like it messes with you. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, that's awesome. That's something uh, I didn't do much last year, but I need to this year. Uh, yeah, like I said, it's if you are a hunter, yeah, like you said, great practice. If you're not, just another way to get outside and and uh, meet some people through the networking and everything. So, yep, yeah, yeah and that's why I think you, you can talk. You know, a lot of guys talk when they turn their live on, tell about how their week's going. Uh, what's cool about this year is we're starting off uh, the first week. It's actually going to start uh, thing around May fifteenth, and um, we're doing a team competition for the first week. So it's going to be pretty cool. There's going to be uh, teams of four. Um, everybody shoots one shot and you do your cumulative distance uh, from the, from the dot. So if everybody hits the dot, you get a zero, which is great. That's perfect. You know? Um, but um, and that's going to get fun because there's going to be some banter and some, some trash talking back and forth amongst the team teammates, not, not as much the teams, but amongst the teammates. So a lot of pressure on the guy that shoots last, you know, if they're in first. <laughs> uh-huh. 
Awesome. Awesome. And then uh, y'all mentioned a little bit, but uh, what about the elk competition? How does that work? So the elk competition, we've been slowly scaling every single year, but same concept as the deer competition. Um, each year, depending on how many people sign up, we have different team sizes. So up until last year, we would take the whole amount of people who signed up and we would pick teams randomly. I think this year we're at the point where we might let people pick their own teams, but scoring is a lot more simple because you may or may not know this, but people struggle with scoring sometimes on deer. Mm -hmm. So you might see a 120 inch buck that's being told that it's 140 inch buck. Now put that into an elk conversion. You watch 250 inch buck or bulls turn into 320 inch bulls. It's, it's just too much. So what we do is we just go off of the point system. Um, if you shoot a six by six bull, it's worth 12 points. If you shoot a four by four rag, it's eight points. If you shoot a spike or a cow, it's three points. And same thing as everything else. Whoever has the highest combination score wins. Um, usually it's a September until middle to end of October. Cause there are uh, bow hunts that go out later than that, but like there are one or two off in some States and we're not going to keep the competition open that long. Cause it's just a quick knock it out and then move on to the next thing. So it's fun. Um, I think we probably had a hundred, 120 comp uh, competitors last year. We'll get that one up bigger too. I would love to have a bigger Western pole. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, you said you were elk hunting. When is, when is that happening? Uh, it's going to be a late, late season rifle hunt actually. So, uh, I actually awesome. lived, awesome. I actually lived in Idaho while I was in school. That's where I went to college. So I was up there for five years and then I've gone back twice since then. So I've bow hunted up there seven or eight times, uh, and I'm still elkless. <laughs> and so I've gotten so stupid close so many times. Uh, our last trip, I've told the story on the podcast, uh, it was our first day. My brother and I like literally hiked up and over a mountain. I mean, we were way up there, came over the other side and, uh, there was a little spike saying at 33 yards and I'd like get an arrow out and I'm, you know, knock or uh, attaching my release. And my brother leans over and whispers. He's like, you're not going to shoot that. Are you? <laughs> I was like, yes, I am. <laughs> he's, he was like, it'll take us the rest of the week to get that thing out of here. <laughs> so he talked me off of it. I've never forgiven no. him. Uh, well, no, if I ever grow up with you, I'm going to talk to you right back. All right. That, all right. So, it's so much. Yep. So, uh, you yeah, know what's going to happen you know what's going to happen though because you're planning this you're also uh -huh. going to draw the wichita mountains this year let's just be honest like probably so i would not uh <laughs> i would not be sad about that so uh yeah put in for that one too so uh, right. yeah well guys we've been talking here for a while um any points we missed any other things y'all like to get out before we shut her down uh main thing is if guys are interested you can go to bowhuntingleague.com, mm -hmm. find a lot of information there. That's where all of our team signups are. Signups open June 1st. They run through the end of August. All of our competitions are 100% free. All the prizes are donated by our sponsors. Um, we have some awesome companies we've partnered with this year. And uh, that's the main thing. It's just you know, no reason not to sign up and join. You know, Go check the Facebook group out. Lots of good content there lots of lots of good information and uh let's go kill some stuff mm -hmm. 
And I was going to say, if you're on the fence about this at all, just join the page. Because at the end of the day, even if you don't sign up, you're going to see a bunch of awesome bucks, bulls, turkeys being killed. And you get to participate in a lot of people amping them up, saying congratulations and having a lot of fun. So, again, even if you don't want to be part of the competition, come be part of the fun, you know, and, and celebrate with everyone else. That was going to be my plug for you guys. Like, there's really not a reason not to sign up. Uh, it's free. Get a couple of your buddies, uh, your brother, sister, wife, whatever. Uh, I saw some all-female teams last year. I thought that was really cool. Um, so, yeah, like I said, there's there's really no reason not to sign up. So, well, Ben, Dan, thank you guys so much for coming on. Uh, I hope this really helps, uh, you know, the state of Oklahoma get out there and grow even more. And uh, I can't wait for this year's competition. Awesome. Thanks, bud. Thank thank you very much for having us on. That's it, guys. Go sign up for the Bow Hunting League. Trust me, you won't forget it. Get a couple of your buddies, get your wife, get your kids, whatever you need to do. Uh, make a team completely free, uh, and you'll have a good time, I promise. Uh, join the Facebook group. Uh, kind of like we talked about on the on the episode, like it's all about camaraderie. It's so cool to see people from all over the country with one thing in common. They all love bow hunting. Uh, it does create a little jealousy, not necessarily in what I was getting killed. For me last year, I was jealous of when people got to kill things. You know, about September 1st hits and you got pictures coming in from Kentucky and then Tennessee jumps in a little later and then I believe South Carolina starts early. You know, you get some velvet pictures and so that was the most frustrating part for me was just seeing people getting to hunt before I got to hunt. Um, but man, like I said, just an awesome time, awesome league, pretty lighthearted. Uh, you know, they do a good job of kind of keeping the riffraff out, uh, especially, like I said, on the Facebook page. Um, so, yeah, just a great, great organization, and uh, I'm, I'm glad that I'm a part of it, uh, both as a, uh, you know, member and then also just getting to have these guys on the podcast and share it with you guys. So, so yeah, thank you, Ben and Dan, for coming on. Uh, some last minute announcement here's that I've, announcements here that I forgot about. Uh, when this drops, I believe there is only one week left of the Oklahoma turkey season. Uh, so if you haven't got it done yet, time's running out. Get out there. It's definitely still possible. Um, man, turkey season's ending. Fishing is uh, and you know full swing. Um, oh right. Uh, so this well, hold on now. Not this weekend. <laughs> this weekend I'm talking about what I'll be doing. The following weekend though, uh, my wife and I are going on a little baby moon, and uh, you guys might be interested in what we're doing. Uh, we're going to go on a guided crappie fishing trip. Uh, so this is only be my my second guided fishing trip ever. And my first crappie trip, uh, I've talked about on this podcast several times. I've been trying to learn more about crappie fishing. I'm very interested in it. Uh, I just, I suck at it and I haven't really had anybody to teach me. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, we'll get into the details more later, but we're going to go on a, a guided crappie fishing trip. So very, very excited about that. And, uh, I guess that's all I got for you guys. Like I said, it was a nice full, uh, full episode. Um, I'm about to go cook some dinner for myself and then record another episode tonight, uh, for next week. And so, like I said, guys, this, this podcast is just blowing up. Thank you guys so much for that. Once again, it's all because of you guys. Keep on listening. Keep on uh, interacting with me on social media. And I think that's all i got for you guys. So until next week, I will see you right back here on the Oklahoma Outdoors Podcast. <laughs>